mad at me. I don't love him, I fuck him. I don't chase him, I duck him. I replace him with another one. You had to see, she keep calling me big. And my name is Jay Z, she was all of my dick. Gradually, I'm taking over your bitch, coming over your shit. Got my feet up on your sofas, man. I mean, post this from my open hand. You coming home to dishes and empty soda cans. I got your bitch up in my rover, man. I never kiss her, never hold her hand. In fact, I diss her. I'm a bolder, man. I'm a pimper. It's over, man. It's over, man. Hotel balcony. How's she say, Jay? You could call a house with me. There's no respect at all. You better check her door. She keep begging me to hit it raw. So she got my kids and say with yours. How foul is she? And you wiped up. Shit, I put the rubber on tighter. Sent the home. When she entered home, you hugged her up. What the fuck is up? She got you whipped. Got your kids. Got you home. But that's not your bitch. You shit at girl. Hi, welcome to the Black Guy with Tips podcast with your host, Rod and Karen. That's all right. And we're back for another week. Oh, yeah. Uh, we uh, kind of skipped one podcast in between uh, last Monday because we've been giving you guys a lot lately. We've been going an hour and a half last couple episodes because we had guests, and I hope you guys appreciated the guests. Yeah, we had a lot to say. Yeah. Um, we uh, talked to Nurse Chantel about the healthcare system and yeah. what's it like being a nurse. Uh, we talked to my friend uh, GQ yeah, about uh, the rap game, and you know we're just trying to give you guys a little different take on things that you uh, hear every day from you know just people we know. And we're gonna try to keep that going, so you know keep giving us feedback if you like that. Yes, please, y'all. Yeah, hit us on Twitter or um, hook us up. You know, hit us on uh, on the on the email, which is the Black Guy Who Tips at Gmail dot com. Uh, the Twitter name is at Rodimus Prime. And mine is say that again. That is in D A T. All right. So, um, I was talking on Twitter to my boy Wayno, um, and uh, this dude nerd at the cool table. A couple dudes that uh, also write for that website, um, uh, Intelligent Ignorance or mm-hmm. Ignorant Intelligence, however you want to say it. <laughs> um, those dudes that write for that website, <laughs> and um, we were talking about the terms. Uh, bitch and nigga. Okay. Um, because Wayno was kind of going off. You know how he goes off on his Twitter rant sometimes. And sometimes he'll just start being like, hey, uh, this, you know, I'm in the, he think it was like, I'm in the laundromat and these women are having a conversation. And in the conversation, they're both calling each other bitch over and over, but in a, as a term of endearment, not trying, like they're gonna fight. We're just okay. like, yeah, bitch, I said, what's up, you know, and I'm gonna do this, you know. Girl, bitch, where you going? Bitch, chill. What you talking about? And um, <laughs> what I and I just and and, and uh, I told him that women, or some women, use the term bitch like black people use the term nigga. And true, that's right. Well, like it's okay for them to call each other that, that. But you better not walk over there and say anything. And you start a fight. Yeah, like you might not know them, or just you're a man. You just don't count. Like in that scenario, the it's like comparing bitch to nigga. Then the a man would be like a white person coming up to you and calling you a nigga. Like, even if they yeah. mean it in a good way, you might not take it that way. Dude. Alright, so, what I was trying to say is, if uh, we want to, you know, use that, 
like he if you're not comfortable with that you want to make it okay then why don't we combine the terms bitch and nigga and try to make bitch nigga a positive term and then you can use it for women or men I think some people already do. <laughs> no, they they use it, but it's negative. Oh, okay. It, oh, I see what you're saying. It's not in a positive light. Yeah, it's just okay. like, you know, then a bitch nigga better have my money. Yeah, you know? I about to say, now I heard that phrase before now. Yeah, they use it all the time on like boondocks and whatnot. Um, but uh, what I would like to do is start, take it back, kind of, and, you know, refer to men and women as bitch nigga and say positive, like, oh, you my bitch nigga, you know what I'm saying, or... Like, like, what's up, dog type phrase? Yeah, like, what's up, bitch, nigga? Oh, what you been up to? Think that'll work? <laughs> it's a possibility. But when somebody get mad, uh, is this a good bitch, nigga, or a bad bitch, nigga? I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It might be too ambiguous, maybe. Anyway, um, I t- I, you know, I was on um uh, another podcast, the Insanity Check podcast, mm-hmm. uh, with this dude, Chris, that, you know, another person I met off Twitter. And, um... I posted it on the Facebook group page, and I sent some, you know, tweets out promoting it. But one of the topics, actually, we talked about a couple of topics, but one of the ones that we talked about was um, Confederate History Month, and we talked okay. about that last last week with mm-hmm. Chantel um, a little bit. And I was thinking, you know, there's no black people in the Confederate History Month okay. reenactments. Okay. So I was thinking when they do them, let's why don't we volunteer, me and you? Like we go out there and beat the slaves. No, no, thank you. And they can fight over us, and you know we can just you know we can help them like load no, the guns. No, thank you. I don't want no flashbacks. I don't want no old-fashioned country ass whooping out there in the fields. I'm I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm straight. I'm nah. But when we but when the North wins, or maybe the South wins, I don't know how they doing these reenactments. But whenever the, the they win, we just get up and run away and we free. It'd be just like the real Civil War. So I'm not about to take that acting way too seriously. Yeah, you're right. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I'm... Mm. So those are two bad ideas. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry, baby. Maybe they'll be calling us bitch nigga. Straight up. Like, bitch nigga, get your slave ass back over here. <laughs> so I can beat you some more. Come on back here. <laughs> uh, and I, I was um, emailing with, you know, the Wayne Knight crew. And, uh... I, I was, and I think I stumped Franklin because he I, he was saying I said that change is always a positive for somebody. That's true. Now it might not be positive for everybody. New, but, but somebody's gonna get something positive out of it. Yeah, and I I tried to get him to. And he was like, no, that's not true. And I was like, well, think of one time, one change that you can think of that. Something, somebody, some like something didn't benefit from it, and he couldn't think of anything. So I'm gonna leave that out to the audience, man. Hopefully they can think of something that'll, uh, you know, if you come up with something, email us the black guy who tips at gmail, or hit us on Twitter, and if you can think of one change that something, someone, like nothing benefited from, bring it up because I'm I've, I've been thinking about it all week. I couldn't think of one thing that. Ah, me either because when it comes to change something it's, it's like an effect it affects something or or make you change your decision to change your mind or whatever the case may be so we brought up um 
I brought up the the podcast I did with the Insanity Check podcast, right? Okay. So I kind of want to do them a favor and promote their site on our podcast right now. Cool. Um, so um, I went to the Insanity Report dot um, com. That's the name of their website, and I clicked on the latest update they have, and it looks like um, Chris wrote a movie called, or at least an idea for a movie called Buddy Cop Two: A Mother's Love. Ha <laughs> <laughs> um, Detectives Chris and Pitts Wiley are putting on their jackets, getting ready to clock out. The rain from the last few weeks have, have made the office suffocating, and they'll be glad to get a good night's sleep. There are wives to attend to, kids to play with. Both Pitts Wiley and Chris love the job, but sometimes you need a break. The office is empty besides the two lawmen, and there's, almo- there's an almost eerie calm. No hustle, no bustle, just the hum of the ceiling fans and a few stray computers that never get a day off. Chris waits at the door of the office, tapping out the bead on the door frame. He excites. He's excited. There's a great UFC match on tonight. For the first time in months, he won't have to DVR it. Pitts Wiley is shuffling over the desk, looking for his keys. As he finds them, the phone rings. Pitts Wiley looks at Chris. Should they answer, or should, or shouldn't they? No. Chris, who the fuck would know? If it was really important, they call ourselves. That's right. And Pitts Wiley says. Alright, you read Pitts Wiley part, I read Chris. <laughs> Remember the last time we just left it? Yeah, uh, maybe I should read it like he does his podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah, what the, what the fuck, man? 2000 election? For fuck's sake, answer it. Answer the phone. The voice on the other end is shaking, frightened. That's the you. Oh. Yeah, that was just... Oh! <laughs> that was instructions. Oh, sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm answering the phone, y'all. Uh, I'm reading the cue cards wrong. I'm sorry. Um, um, world star hip-hop. And I'm... Am, hold on. Am I saying that? Yes, what's Am I saying this correctly? Okay, ma'am. Things are going to be fine. Listen, we're going to send the squad car right... We're going to send the squad car... The squad car your way right now. Pitts Wiley hangs up the phone. He looks dejected. Chris sees his plans coming down the drain as well. Chris, no fight? What the fuck? No fight? Come on, man. This is a fucking idiot. All right, I, I, I added something. Fred, and it's spelled, I don't think the spell correct, but it's a Fred, not partner. Yeah, you sometimes put the apostrophe on the front to, you know, like take off the A. Like, you know, people don't always say afraid not. Afraid not, partner. Anyway, if you want to know the rest of the story, you need to go to insanityreport.com and you need to click on this story, dun, Buddy dun, Cop dun, 2, dun. A Mother's Love, and finds out what, what the fuck ha- does happens. happen. Yes. What does happen to Chris and Pitt We're going to keep you in suspense. Does the squad car get there? Are the hip-hop police on their way? Mm, or do the hip-hop police do hip-hop? Mm, only one way to know. So anyway, that was a little plug from boy. Um, alright, so, um, Nas and Khalees reached that settlement. Okay. We didn't talk about this last podcast. Let's bring it up. The judge presiding over the child and spousal support battle between Nas and Khalees. I never understood why I wasn't pronounced Kellis. And that's how it looks. <clears throat> I always thought it was Kellis until I, people, I heard people start talking about it. Um, ruled in favor of the R&B singer in Los Angeles on Monday, April 12th. According to TMZ, Nas was forced to pay more than $47,000 in back child support. Damn. More than $40,000 in back spousal support. Wow. So she gets on... This nigga done bought a house. 
87000 just about. Not a great house, but it's good. A decent house. And um, what's crazy about that is, like, she's only getting 7000 less than a child. Are you really telling me that Khalees is only $7,000 more of a responsible person and more able to take care of herself than a fucking kid? That makes no sense. Wow. <clears throat> He is also being asked to make $10,000 payments per month in spousal support until he pays off the $299,015.50 that he owes Khalees. Wow, now that's a decent house right there. Now, what, why would they even keep the $15.50? I mean, that's just being spiteful. <laughs> they were like, well, you know what? We ain't even gonna round. We gonna make you pay to the penny, nigga. Yeah, that's crazy. Can you round down for a brother? I mean, what are you gonna do with that last fifteen fifty? <laughs> I know, right? Get three pieces from Pizza Hut. I know. Get, that's... get 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 two meals from Chick Fil A. Oh, Chick Fil A is so expensive. <laughs> Man, we went to Chick Fil A oh, the other gosh. day, and it was like I think we got some nuggets and nugget combos or something. It was like fifteen dollars for two people. Yes, I was like, damn, what the hell do we order? We ought to be getting a two piece. Yeah, I think it's because they're they so religious, they don't open up on Sundays, so they gotta ride their prices up a little bit. Okay, to compensate that they're not open up on Sundays. That's my guess, because ain't no other reason. Either that or they paying people more than minimum wage. Uh, they are, I guess they are. They might be, though, because their employees are always happier than everybody else. Honestly, they think they're happiest damn people. Every time I go to Chick fil A, they're like, yes, welcome to Chick fil A. Can I help you? Yeah. Yes, I don't have no problem with that. Yes, I'll do this. Mm -hmm, whatever you need. They just some happy people that I've never seen an unhappy employee at Chick fil A. The people at uh, Chick fil A are like the slaves in the old, like, 40s, 1940s movies when. White people tried to, you know, they were the only ones really creating and directing and really had an image and really had a point of view in Hollywood. So they would write these parts for slaves and hard black actors, but they would always make the slaves so happy and so concerned about the master and the family. And <laughs> like, the, the Chick fil A people remind me of those because they're just so like, how can I help you, boss? You yeah. Know? <laughs> Like, like, I better smile, because if I don't, they're going to shock the hell out of me. I better smile. Yeah, it's just such a, I don't know, it's so funny listening to those people now. Um, but, you know, it's sad that fast food and food and service in general is so bad that we really sit around expecting to be treated like shit. It's like... Yeah, I mean, to an extent, I understand. I mean, you, you pay these people minimum wage. I know minimum wage is going up, but minimum wage... By the time they tax you, you making what four five dollars an hour? Yeah. That's still not no money, you know. And then they treat you like crap. They work you all crazy hours. You smelling like grease. You smelling like fries. You smelling like burgers. <laughs> I mean, every time you walk into the room, everybody go, "I want a burger!" All of a sudden, <laughs> you know. That's how I was when I was at uh, IHOP. So I mean, when it comes to customer service, I understand to an extent because they're not paying you nothing. They're not paying yeah, you to be just, extra happy. I just think it's weird that, like, you know, they give you all those fake training videos and stuff. But I just think it's weird that, like, I everyone expects to be treated like shit. Like, if you go to McDonald's and all of a sudden the person treats you smiling and they're really happy, you're just like, what? Wow! Like, yeah, I'm like this. I'm like, did this McDonald's just open? Because yeah. that's the only reason why. I'm gonna get this extra cheaper, cheapy service. Yeah, I hate when I don't hate it, but I always think it's funny when restaurants just open and you get those like the manager comes by your table every couple minutes and it's like the waiters are all happy and they're all you know if they make a mistake they basically want to pay for your whole meal. Oh yeah. But then you know, like in a month or two, when you come back, they're gonna be treating you like shit, just like every other restaurant. So anyway, <clears throat> back to the story. I don't know how we got on that. Um, 
As previously reported, Nas had been trying been having some trouble getting his child and spousal support payments reduced. Last December, Los Angeles Superior Court Judge David Cunningham III raised Godson's monthly support payments to $51,101 at that two-day hearing in court, Ooh. in which Cunningham determined that Nas made enough money in the last several months to increase the sum from the $44,000 he was already paying. Why is this being tried in California? Like, she must have purposely went to California. Yes, because California don't play like like they have the laws where it's fifty percent. You know, they, they you know it's certain stipulations in California. Certain things you can get away with California that you can't do in other states. For three years of marriage, this is pretty expensive. Oh, say that again. Like he's been married for less than a tenth of his life. And it's gonna cost him like half his money and shit. It's, that's so oh. ridiculous. But you nigga, know, you, you better learn how to manage your money, nigga. You gonna be broke. Learn how to manage your penis. Said that Stop again. fucking all them bitches. Nah. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. But uh, I thought this is a. Uh, uh, it was funny because I think he should come out with a new album, and he should just redo his old songs so he can make money so that he can afford to pay Khalees. So I came, I came up with some new Nas song, okay. uh, song titles. If I rule the courts. <laughs> if I rule the courts. You see what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah, with Lauryn oh, Hill. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm feeling that. I can pay all my sport. Oh, yeah. Um, And then uh, somebody else chipped in with Halftime, but that was, that was one I, I liked because... It's uh, I think it was Ricky GQ from Twitter. It's half like in that Eddie Murphy stand-up where it's like half Eddie, half. <laughs> it's half time. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You got to give up half, dog. Um, and then that that one song yeah with Genuine, you owe me. I I, I think he should do another version with Genuine called I owe you. See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I owe you a lot. Yeah. Um. He had a song called I Gave You Power, which is about the uh, him becoming a gun. He writes a whole song from the perspective of being a gun. Wow. I think I would call it I Gave You Power, Gas, Heat, Water, <laughs> Red, etc. A roof over your head. Yeah. Um, he had another song called Life's a Bitch. That's an easy change. Wife's a Bitch. <laughs> See what I'm saying? Um, I think he should also do... Uh, <laughs> Somebody chimed and said the life we owes. Um, <laughs> I think he should do a song called God's Child Support yeah. instead of God's Son. God's um, Child Support. I know I can't instead of I know I can. Mm. I, it ain't hard to fail instead of it ain't hard to tell. So, <laughs> those are just a few that I came up with. And, I mean, I, I think he he should do a whole, like, tribute album to Child Support. And there's a lot of brothers out there that ain't paying, so they might identify with songs like, you know, The World Is Hers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They might, they might, they might actually feel like, uh, like, this is a, this is a dope album. You know what I'm saying? Name, he can name the album, It Was Written, out to Khalees, like a check. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, anyway, let's move on to the next subject. Uh, I tweeted uh, that I'm the LeBron James of being devoted to my wife, and what I learned, <laughs> what I learned is that people don't understand how analogies work, because a lot of people responded, but LeBron James ain't married to his wife, 
Hey, he like he's not even married to his mother, his child. And I said, you that is not the what the fuck point. I'm saying. You're missing the point. I am saying that if as LeBron James is the basketball, the best player of all time, well, currently playing, not all time yet. Possibly he could be all time. We'll see. Mm-hmm. But the best player playing right now, that I am the best at being devoted to my wife right now. And people couldn't get it. So I No sense of humor, people. No sense of humor. I thought I had a smart timeline, but now I don't know. You did. Oh, when I don't think about the Nas, you could say, all I need is one fight. Yeah, all I need is one fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of Mike. Um... So, oh, and speaking of uh, sleeping in the bed with people and stuff. Okay. I noticed the other night when I came to bed, you was on your side of the bed. I was on my, what? What's going on? I don't know. Something you need to talk about? No, we don't need to discuss nothing. You know, you supposed to be, you always sleep on my side as much of the bed as possible. <laughs> I know. I do stretch all the way out, don't know, like I'm the only one sleeping in the bed. But then I can't just get in the bed. I got to tell you to move over and stuff. Yeah. You know, you know you like that. So what changed? I don't know what changed. Huh? Why aren't I watching you? Keep, keep your eye on me. You ain't gonna find nothing spectacular going on. Other than, guess what? I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know. It's like women are not supposed to be able to do math, but... They figure a way to cover the most surface area possible when it's time to go to sleep. Because it's a king bed, and this should be able to fit both of us. Every night, I got to be like, can you move over, please? I know, y'all. And, and I'm like, he's like twice my size, too. And I take up the most of the bed. Yeah, the only way to get him to move over, you got to just hop in the bed and be like, I'm ready for some sex right now. Oh, I'm Come moving on. then. <laughs> I know. Wake no, up. No humping. <laughs> But, um, alright, you want to do your Dancing with the Stars update? Yeah, we can do the Dancing with the Stars update, y'all. This won't be long at all. Um, the person that got kicked off this week was the dude from All My Children. Mm. Um, I guess he only had one life to live. Yeah, he did. And he danced like he was dancing on rocks. Oh, my gosh, he was so what, did terrible. He, what, was he injured or something? Did he need to go to the general hospital? No, he ain't know to need to go to General Hospital. You know, all he had problems because he was, you know, he was supposed to follow the guiding light, but he didn't follow that either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, he he danced terribly. I think that um, I'm just still upset that Kate Gosling is still in there. She is terrible. All you damn women that love Kate and and plus eight, quit voting. <laughs> so she can get the hell off the show. She's terrible. I know y'all are the only one reason why she's on the show because her show's so popular. She's terrible. I think she just has her kids, bro. She got enough. <laughs> she 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 do got enough for a starting five and some folks on the bench, don't she? Yeah. <laughs> she, but she's terrible. I want her off the show. Um, Chad Ochocinco did really good. Uh, Pamela Anderson did good. Pamela Anderson might actually win. I thought I was going to be the girl from the Pussycat Dolls, but I think Pamela Anderson might win. I don't know how much longer Nisi Nash is going to be on there. I think she's close to getting voted off. Um, the, um, the Bachelor, the dude Jake from The Bachelor, he did I. He, he wasn't that great to me. The Olympic uh, dude that won the gold medals, um, he was okay. Um, the the girl did the pussycat doll. She's good, but she's always good every week. And I I think it's almost unfair because she did videos and she's taking dance classes in the past. So that's yeah. why she's kind of 
above everybody else. A lot of this stuff isn't brand new to her. She can say well, what she want to say. Go ahead. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually, uh, if she didn't win, though, because a lot of times that's kind of the hook of the show to be like, this one person is going to win, and then, you know, they don't. Like, these shows are almost never end with the, uh, the person, the favorite winning, you know? And that's true, and I think she's the favorite, but I actually think um, Pamela Anderson is going to end up winning now, because I thought it was going to be the girl from the Pussycat Dolls. But I think Pamela Anderson's gonna win. I think it's gonna be between Pamela Anderson and Ocho Cinco. Cause I'm ready for Kate to get kicked off. The dude from The Bachelor, he's not that great. I like Nisha Nash, but she's not gonna last too much longer. So uh, we'll see. Um, oh, and the lady from ESPN, she she did pretty good too. Um, but like like you said, she's okay. Aaron, that's Erin Andrews. Yeah, Erin Andrews from ESPN. She's okay too, but a lot of times she gets scared or she wants to. She's like almost got to be perfect. Versus just going out there and just going with the flow and dancing. So, but 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 we'll see who gets kicked off uh, next week. Uh, but again, the, the dude um, Turner from All My Children got kicked off. So do they show them like behind the scenes and like talking to each other? Like, do they have beef and? Yeah, All yeah, yeah. They, they fall, they fall out with their with their trainers, and you know, you see them if they got injuries, like the dude, like the dude that won the medals, he like broke two of his toes or something like that. Yeah. So they was talking about that, and and a lot of us do a lot of the behind the scenes stuff is funny. You right. know, some of it is like really, really serious or quote unquote serious. You know, the dude with Niecy Nash, you know, she has a, a show on uh, TLC. So she like filmed that for 12 hours a day and then she turned around and had to practice dancing. Mm. So he, they show him going with her to the show and all that type stuff. So they do have like behind the scenes stuff that's really, really interesting. But uh, that's my take on Dancing with the Stars. For those of you that watch it, you can follow me at um, Say That Again, um, um, that as in D-A-T, because I do watch Dancing with the Stars. I'm going to start tweeting more live, because I actually DVR it and then come back and watch it later on. But I'm going to start tweeting live so we can have kind of have more interaction with the people that do watch it. Cool. All right, so uh, we saw some movies. Mm-hmm. And um, let's let's break out the first one, Hot Tub Time Machine. That was a good movie. Yeah, I think it was funny. Um, A lot of people are comparing it to like Wedding Crashers and uh, It was his own unique movie. Yeah. Uh, what was the movie in Vegas? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. The comedy movie last year. Uh, the Hangover. Yeah, The Hangover. The Hangover was hilarious too. Yeah, so um, a lot of people comparing it to The Hangover and Wedding Crashers and that whole genre of movies. Um, it, it is comparable to those, but it's it's funny in its own way. It's almost a little bit sillier, and yeah, you have a lot of the like time like time travel jokes and a lot of '80s jokes. But yeah. uh, unlike um, some movies which I hated, like uh, like Semi Pro, mm-hmm. uh, the Jackie Moon movie, the one with Will Ferrell about the '70s and the ABA, oh, like yeah. it felt like in in that movie. They forced a lot of references to the time. Like, hey, remember yeah. when? Yeah. Right. This, these were cool. Versus just going with the flow. And versus writing stuff that's generally funny. Exactly. Like, this was a funny movie that happened to take place in the 80s and yeah. whatnot. And they threw in some 80s gags. Yeah. But, but the, a lot of it was just funny anyway. Yeah. It, yeah. And it had been funny regardless. I like the layout. And on top of that, me and Roger talked about this. I like the fact that it was rated R. It's certain movies in certain contexts. If it's not rated R, it's not worth watching. I don't want to watch a PG-13 movie and you showed me everything in the trailer. I'm pissed. Yeah, the trick to going figuring out which movies will be good and which ones won't is almost always you can tell if it's rated R. 
is probably going to be good. Because a lot of times they can't show you everything in the trailer. No, they can't. So you're going to be surprised when you see the movie. Yes. As opposed to a lot of these PG movies where they give you everything, every plot twist in the trailer. Yes. When you go watch the movie, it's like I've seen everything already. Yes, and it's not even enjoyable. And you stole my $10. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we saw uh, Kick-Ass. And Kick-Ass is, so far, of course, my favorite movie of the year. Yes. It was uh, head and shoulders above anything I've seen since probably District 9. Um, I count Avatar as like a separate category. Yeah. But um, it is up there with District 9, The Dark Knight, to me. Yeah. Because it is kind of a, it's a, it's a hero movie. It's kind of a comic book movie, but it just tramples all your comic book cliches. Yes, it does. There's a lot of real world feel to it, and also, it's rated R. Yes, and, and the, the thing I liked about Kick-Ass, I'm going to tell you right now, if you like action, if you like shoot 'em up if you like um, those type of movies or things that blow up, this is the movie for you, and it's probably going to be one of the best movies. I don't know about... You know, you got some other movies coming out, but so far, this is one of the best action movies this year. And you will come out being like, oh my gosh, that was good. It's one of the movies where, I know for the guys, you're like, oh, oh, oh my gosh, I can't believe this. And you're going to be like that the whole movie. It's one of those movies that you won't even bootleg. When it comes out on DVD, you like, you know what, I'm giving them my $20 because I got to re-see some of the scenes in the movie because it was just that enjoyable. And the thing is, it's not just... Well, the action is gory or like... It doesn't feel like they're trying to impress you. No. And the writing is perfect. Great. It's perfect. It, like the story arc, the way they develop uh, the characters, the way they bring in new characters and whatnot. And, and also this whole foreboding sense of anything can happen. This is not... No character in the movie is safe. safe. I loved it. Um, I don't want to ruin it for anybody. Yeah. I don't want to give anybody... Uh, too much of it, but it's perfect. Uh, yeah. I loved it. 10 out of 10. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I also saw Brothers on Blu-ray, mm -hmm. uh, which I got from Netflix. And it's a movie uh, about... Um, uh, 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 it's like two brothers. One is like a fuck-up. He's Like when they show him, he's like getting out of jail. You know, he drinks a lot. He's mm -hmm. that kind of dude. And the other one is just like this straight-A student football star goes out to join the army and fights in Iraq, that dude. Mm -hmm. And um, the the dude playing the tough-ass brother, the one who goes to uh, Iraq, is Tobey Maguire. And the dude playing the fuck-up brother, the one who gets, goes to prison, is Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay. And then I think Natalie Portman plays the wife or the love interest of, actually the wife of the first brother. Okay. And the problem I had with this movie, I didn't like it. The problem with this movie was it was kind of boring, like nothing really happened, and it was they they tried to give like a lot of scenes where they could do acting, quote unquote, where okay. you know where like they're trying to make yeah, it more dramatic yeah, than it has to be, trying to make it a tearjerker and all that type stuff. Yeah. And then uh, also it was kind of a letdown because I mean I can't believe Toby Maguire is a tough dude anyway. Yeah. But uh, it just seemed like they wanted the movie to be more important than it was. Okay. And um, not, I'm not going to ruin anything, no spoilers, but, uh, you know, it was not worth my time. It took too long. The uh, the best actors in the movie were the fucking kids, and everybody <laughs> else either overacted or tried to play it too cool. And uh, I was just not impressed at all. And it's still, and then they lead you down this dark road 
where you know you're thinking all this negative stuff is gonna happen, and they had an opportunity to actually cause some conflict in the movie. But if you really think about the entire twist and plot and everything that happened in the movie, it's a lot. It's much ado about nothing. Okay. When the choices that should have been made in the movie to make it a compelling drama were never made. So it's uh, like there was too much of this guy's a good guy, that guy's a bad guy, this guy's confused, this guy's that. Like it was too much of that. It, it needed more like, hey, some fucked up stuff happened and how are they going to resolve this? Okay. And it never got to that point. So I didn't like it. Um, oh, Jeremy is the white friend of the week because we were talking about the incident where the Maryland police beat up a student who was celebrating a win over Duke. Yeah, the one that happened like a month or two ago or something. Yeah. had on video. Yeah, and I sent it out and I told people on the email like, hey man, I'm this is outrageous. Like, this, this pisses me off. And they thought that I was saying that because I thought the guy was black that got beat up. No, like, no you know, it's just the fact that it, 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 injustice is injustice. That's how I look at it, regardless of the color of skin. Yeah, and he was like, well, will Jesse and Al be down there for this one? And I was like, I don't know. I doubt it. And he's like, uh, I was like, you know, because they know, I was like, you know, they normally don't come for this kind of shit. Like, oh, well, at first I asked it, I answered sarcastically, like, yeah, they're going to be on the first plane down there. Like, of course they're not coming for this. No. It was a white kid getting beat up. This, not, They don't give a fuck. They are, they sell and buy and consume racism. That's yeah. That's how they, they make their money. Yeah. So they're not coming down there for that shit. But um, he was like, uh, well, did you even know the kid was white? And I was like, I didn't know what color the kid was. No. I mean, I assumed he was white because he was skipping down the street. You know. <laughs> and, you know, whenever you see a kid, a college kid skipping down the street, you have to assume they're white. I mean, I couldn't hear the audio, but I assumed that he was saying something like, La 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 Oh, la. they doing this Murph thing? Uh, isn't that what all white people do when they skip? <laughs> and, it, and, it, and it doesn't go like that. It's la 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 That's what That's I assumed just... he was doing. <laughs> and then and then the police was like, you know, what's up? But um, he said, so somebody said, I assume he was either that or white or um, or he was gay. Cause he was skipping, and then Jeremy said, or he could have been Ezel. Ezel is the dude that played the crackhead in Friday, <laughs> and there were several scenes where he was just skipping down the street <laughs> for so, no reason. Yeah, and I thought that was a such a good email response. I actually called Jeremy. I was like, "That's funny as hell," and uh, he's the white friend of the week because of that. Woo-hoo! Yep, never thought I would have said that about Jeremy. I know Uncle Jeremy. I know, right? Um. But, uh, alright, so let's let's do some new stuff. Um, I wasn't going to talk about the playoffs, but, eh, you know. Uh, but I cast lost, so, like somebody said on Twitter, I, my soul is too hurt right now to go into the playoffs. <laughs> but, uh, I'm, we I'm, kept it close, though. I'm thinking the Lakers are going to win oh, the first yeah. round. I think uh, the Wildcats are going to win the first round in seven games. I think... Uh, Dallas is going to beat the Spurs. In six or seven. Yeah. I think Phoenix, Phoenix is, is going to beat Portland because Brandon Roy is And then uh, on the other side of it, I think uh, Cleveland's going to smash Chicago. Yes. 
Um, Atlanta yeah, is going to beat be, Milwaukee. Yes, their center's out. Yeah, and they beat them by 10 with Brandon Jennings having like a career night. That's just, like 34 points. He was balling. Yeah, and then uh, I actually think Miami's going to beat Boston. I do too. Um, I think they can take this next game because KG is out. Oh, yeah, for elbowing somebody in the face. Yeah, so KG's always trying to be a fake thug and whatnot, and he just got caught up in the moment acting hard, hard and he really didn't want it with nobody, so... Um, it's, you know, he's getting kicked out for a game. And if Miami can steal that game, I expect them to win the series in six or seven. Oh, yeah, and I expect Dwayne Wade to go smack off. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, they better be careful, though, because Miami isn't that strong at home, and Boston is really strong on the road. Okay. So, Miami might... I think it might go to six or seven yeah, games. Miami might actually lose in seven. I, I don't know. I'm thinking seven games, though. I don't know. I haven't picked a winner and then, of course, Denver over Utah because Utah is just too banged up. And that might actually be a sweep. So. Okay. All right. Do you know who uh, Kat Stacks is? No, I have no idea. Well, I was playing a video on YouTube of her talking earlier. I've seen that. She's uh, this groupie who supposedly had sex with all these dudes from uh, these rappers. And she was giving out their phone numbers on YouTube. Damn. And a lot of people got Did her. Did they make uh, her mad or something? I don't know what happened to that girl. Um... But, I mean... I mean you giving out phone numbers? I mean, did they do something to you? Yeah, I mean, she's a groupie or a video hoe or something like that. Okay. Because she basically, in all her videos, she basically just has a bra on. And you can see she probably has fake boobs. And then she has this big black wig on that is way too long for her head. Like, it looks weird. But, I mean, it's, it says a lot more about the rappers than her. Because, like, this is what you guys do... <laughs> like this is these are the girls that y'all have sex with. Like, yeah, right. I wanted to be a rapper when I was a kid, but I'm glad I didn't. This is I'm glad you, you didn't either. Looks like all you get is VD and your phone number put on the YouTube. Say that again. So um, she's uh, this is her responding to Rocka Acosta, who's a, a model, and um, and I guess Rocka Acosta or something uh, revealed Cat Stack's personal information. Or contact info. Wow. I get what is what does the world come to where like giving out your contact info is like the internet's version of like putting you on blast. Like, oh, her number is seven oh four. Da 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 da. You know, like that's their way of being like, oh, I got that motherfucker. I soldier boy was, I you know, acting up. I got his phone number out there. Change the number. Yeah. Oh, uh, so this is her her quotes. So I got this bitch, Raka Acosta, hating on me like the bitch cut all her hair off and the bitch is bald-headed now. This video hoe who fucks Soldier Boy and Fabulous and everybody, this bitch wants to be hating on me and making motherfucking YouTube videos on me. Cat said in the video, man, they should have never gave you niggas web cameras. Oh, say that again. Well, bitch, I got a lot of dirt on you, on your motherfucking asshole because you fuck the same rappers I fuck for free. At least I got paid, bitch. You want to use that to promote your whack-ass website, ho? I don't think so. Y'all holler at Rosa Acosta if you want your dick sucked for free. The bitch number is, and of course gave her phone number out. But, like, how are you going to take pride in being a prostitute, basically? Like, I got paid. Like you said before, a lot of women... Think they coochie is special. I don't care if you sing, if it sings a Star Spangled Banner, 
and firecrackers pop out of it. <laughs> it's the same as mine, and I got a husband. It's nothing spectacular about it. It all does the same thing at the end of the day. Yeah, it's weird just listening to people say, like, you had sex with somebody for free, and I got paid for it. Therefore, I am a better person than you. Like, Nah, not really. Yeah. Um, you might be a little smarter because you got money, but still, it's like one is no better than the other because y'all all messing with the same group of niggas. Yeah, like, y'all all had the same strain of VDs yeah. that is going through the Young Money crew, but yet somehow, because you got paid to spread your HIV or whatever, it's different. But um, she also went on to say, Young Money is a bunch of motherfucking roommates. They call themselves young money because they don't got no grown ass money. They ain't got shit. Them motherfuckers is all roommates. They just frontin' for the image. All they do is treat bitches wrong, and I ain't the only one. Wow. What do you mean treat? How do they treat bitches wrong? If you just get paid to have sex with them, and that's all you supposedly want, or else they, that would. They not treating you wrong. And on top of that, they rapping about you in the songs when they talking about they take you to McDonald's. Yeah. You know he wifing you, treating you right. And I'm screwing you in the elevator, you know. <laughs> he wifing you, treating you right, and I throw McDonald's at you. But he'll, you know, he'll take you over to Ruth Chris, and I throw some a Happy Meal at you, and you satisfied. Well, it's just like she contradicts herself because yes, she does. And on the one, first of all, how you gonna say they don't have money, but you have sex with them for money? So are you having sex with them for free or not? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess they paying little boy money. So what's they paying you twenty, thirty dollars versus a few hundred? I mean. Yeah. So, um, she basically says, uh, they don't have any money. She said, um, um, she said, uh, I ain't, all they do is treat bitches wrong and I ain't the only one. I'm the only one out here brave enough to speak on those motherfuckers. I mean, here's, this is the other thing. They don't make it a secret that they treat bitches wrong. They rap about it. Well, yeah. I mean, what is wrong? My, I, that's the part I don't understand. Who is shocked by that? Do y'all listen to the songs that you dance on the video? You dancing on the video, they pointing at you, and they're talking about all these different things, and then you want to be like, oh, you really treat people like this? Like, who would be yeah. surprised, though? Like, what fan of Lil Wayne is listening to this and thinking negative things about him? Like, oh, he treats women wrong? Yeah, he got a song called Lollipop. <laughs> Have you heard that song yeah. called Lollipop? Come on, dog. I'm just a spokesman for what they are, and you can see on my website how I have proof of it. The only one who paid out of all of them was Jay Mills. He paid for himself, and he paid for Gouda Gouda. He also, uh, Gouda Gouda, I don't Ooh, know. Who that? I don't know who mm. that is. Somebody that had sex with this woman. He also paid ah. for me to bring other girls over, but little twist, he never paid. He left me standing downtown in Miami. It's just time to expose him because I'm sick of that shit. So she just seems mad that she tried to act like, well, I get paid to have sex with all these guys. Then she says only one dude paid to have sex with me. And the other dude left me standing in downtown Miami. And somehow, that's exposing them. I'm supposed to feel like this is wrong. Um, she also said Young Money's Jay Mills called child services on her. Well, that last video, I was pissed off because Jay Mills had called child services on me because he's the only one who knows my real address. So I knew it was him. So I got pissed off and started writing it on Twitter. And then my account got suspended. So I just called World, World Star Hip Hop. And I said to make another video and get this motherfucker's address out since he was trying to take my child away. I've heard they got a price out for my head. I've already moved, so if anything happens to me, they'll know who got to go first. Um, a price on your head? Really? 
Really? Are you that important? What? I mean, if these niggas kill this girl for giving out that phone numbers, then just please. They need to go to jail. Can we just have a trial? Right? We have a trial. We list all of them as witnesses, so they all have to show up, right? Mm-hmm. Then we adjourn the like the jury and the spectators and the news and the judge for a second. And then we just blow that motherfucking courtroom up and kill everybody. The world would be better. And, and my thing is that, how does she know? A lot of this is the he say, she say, because how do you know he called child services on me? Like, she don't. I mean, anyone could find your personal information and... Nowadays, yes. And, and say, call child support uh, or child services. I actually remember one time on uh, the message board I used to go to all the time, SOHH, um, there was a... A girl on there who got into a beef with this crazy dude um, on the website, and he called child services on her. So you don't have to know a whole lot about people. People give out enough information to figure out their personal info. But um, anyway, enough about this bitch. Hopefully, all these people die, and the HIV rate in DC and New Orleans goes down by fifty percent or some shit. <laughs> You ready to do some news before we get out of here? Yeah, let's do some news. Alright, let's see how much time we got. Ooh, 43, so we're gonna rush through these stories. Alright, let's give these motherfuckers some news. We got some news for your ass, bitch! Alright, police. Woman robs stores, flee robs store, flees without child. A wow. woman a woman accused of stealing nearly $65 worth of products from a discount store fled with the items, leaving a two-year-old child behind for a brief time. An assistant manager at Dollar General, and they give the address, told a sheriff's deputy, <laughs> they give the address in the article like cat stacks, I guess. <laughs> at 18210 North US 301, told a sheriff's deputy, call him, okay? Y'all, they did me wrong. That's how it was in the interview. Yeah, Dollar General, maybe Cat Stacks is the woman in this in this uh, report. <laughs> report. <laughs> she, she, I left my child surviving. They just trying to hate on the bitch because these hoes ain't getting paid for this pussy. Anyway, I was shoplifting from Dollar General. Um, that Shannon Cooper, 29, was in the store Wednesday with her young son when she observed taking nail polish, fake nails, ice hot, icy hot packs, fabric softener, and other items and putting them in her purse. She didn't even steal uh, anything nice. Well, I guess what's nice in Dollar General, you know? Wow. A customer picked up the child, carried him outside, and yelled at Cooper to come back. Cooper, who was the me- who was in the median of the highway, came back, took her son, and left again. Cooper left her wallet behind, and deputies found an address. Aww. Worst thief ever. They went to Dumbest the thief ever. They went to the residence in Citra where they received permission to enter. And she told them, I'm not going back to jail. Then ran into the bathroom and slammed the door. And they opened the door and arrested her. Of course. Authorities found items which were a value of $63.37 on a bed. So this bitch went to prison, going back to jail for $63. Must be a crackhead. Cooper admitted that they can't, or maybe she's not a crackhead, because them crackheads would have thought of something smarter than this. What? And they'd have had more money, too. Cooper admitted that they came from Dollar General. She was charged with child neglect, retail pay to death, and resisting without violence. The Department of Children and Families was notified about the incident. Jail records show that she has been blocked, booked several times, most recently November 9th, with a release on February 14th for possession of prop. Proper six feet. I don't know what that is. 
Papa Zafin, commonly known as Darvon, and resisted him. So she's a drug head. Wow. And she left the baby at the store. Wow. Like, hey, $65. Yeah, you know, Kyle Dollar Jr. Um, I think I left my wallet and my baby. But, um, and then left the wallet there. Like, why don't you just leave them a message to come, come arrest you? Why not just show up at the police station? <laughs> uh, Mississippi vet claims he's Oprah's dad. An ailing 84-year-old World War II veteran is making a desperate plea to Oprah Winfrey, please admit I'm your father. North Robertson, you know you old when they just name you after a direction. That's an old black man. That's an old black man name right there. His name is East. Yeah, North Robertson, a dirt poor Mississippi farmer now living in rural VA hospital, calls Oprah to wants Oprah to submit to a paternity test that he says will once and for all prove that he signed her in 1954. Robinson said he dreams of just once speaking to Oprah's father and daughter before he dies and revealed that years ago he tried to reach the talk show queen to beg for her to agree to a DNA test. I told her in a letter if she wanted, I'd give her one. Robinson told, told the post in an exclusive He'd give her one. She didn't ask you. Yeah, I've never... I mean, he's volunteering. I mean, come on. This has got to be the first dude ever that voluntarily submitted to a, a paternity test. Yeah, <laughs> like, most people is running. He's like... We'll be like, hell no. I want to be the daddy, you know? Especially for a black man. Um, I told her in the letter, if she wanted, I'd give her one. Uh, oh, wait, I already said that part. And then Maury came on stage and said, you are not the father. And then he got up out of his veteran deathbed and started dancing and shit and music was playing. <laughs> <laughs> and Oprah was running in the background crying. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they was locking all the doors that had the exits. Yeah, we cameras. Like, that's the coolest part of that thing is when they, whenever they have the girl go in the back crying for Maury, and you know they, they always have people standing right in front of the doors, of so she can't never get out of the camera range. One day, one day somebody go knock them football tackling ass. Get out of my way! <laughs> yeah. In the letter, he placed memento, mementos from his life, including a social security number and a picture of him from the Navy in World War II, he said. I never got no answer, Robinson told the Post. I never did get no answer. I if I did, no it didn't get to me. The vet insisted he wasn't looking to get his hands on Oprah's millions. I'd like her to call me, he said. Oprah's spokeswoman said TV host wasn't available to comment on Robinson's claim. And she never will be. <laughs> Oprah was raised by her mother. Vernita Lee, 75, and Lee's longtime boyfriend, Vernon Winfrey. She considers Vernon her father, but has figured out that he isn't her biological dad. So, um. Well, Oprah, be like me. Just be content. Hey, you don't know who he is? Just, just, just be happy with that. Yeah, he's like, I mean, how you just gonna show up years later? Like, I fucked your mama and never took care of you or claimed you, but now that I'm dying, um, this healthcare shit ain't passing fast enough. What up, Oprah? Uh, say that again. Holla at your boy. I ain't after your money. Yeah. Break me off a million. Yeah, I don't blame Oprah for not contacting that nigga. Yeah, I wouldn't either. Too late. Man stabs five of his kin, tortures house, after net access route. Uh, oh. A 30-year-old man was arrested Saturday on suspicion of stabbing five members of his family, killing two at a house in Toyokawa, Aichi Prefecture, and setting the building on fire. Takuya, Takuyaki, Iwasi is his name. Is this Chinese, Japanese? What's going on here? Hmm, who cares? 
Sounds like I think he fought Naruto in episode twelve of uh <laughs> <laughs> Did he do the fighting fist? He used the Awasi technique. <laughs> Is suspected of stabbing his father, Kazumi, fifty eight, around two fifteen AM Saturday while he was sleeping in the bedroom. Police said that he was later confirmed dead. Two fifteen in the morning. Wow. Uh, the one-year-old daughter uh, of his younger brother was also confirmed dead, so he killed a one-year-old. Wow. He's unemployed, and he was taken into custody at a funeral home near the house after admitting he stabbed the five with the kitchen knife and set the fire to the house. Reportedly, he told police under questioning that he was angry that his account with the internet service provider had been canceled by his father. Are you serious? Hey, niggas got to jack off. It sounded like it was 2.15, and he was about to watch him some porn, and uh, Pornhub was down, and he was like, what the fuck? Why can't I get on the net? And then he was like, that's it? If I can't jack off, then nobody can. Ha! I ain't getting none. Ain't nobody getting none in this house. After receiving an emergency call from a neighbor around 2.25 a.m., the police arrived and found the house on fire. Five family members inside with stab wounds. Police are treating the investigation as a murder case. What else would they treat it as? Arson? Wow. Oh, wait, yes. Actually, they would treat it as murder and arson. Yeah, you're going to jail for a long time. Yeah, what an asshole. Man. I hope that porn was worth it, dog. At the point he didn't get. Um, yeah, I hope they got internet access in prison. I think they do. I don't know about that, but they do. Alright. Um, shortly after Corey Abrams announced last month that he was running for the seat of the Revere City Council. A caller threatened to post pornography on a website he had created called CoreyAbrams.com unless the candidate paid him for the domain name. So the caller, the person who called, they bought a domain name, an internet name called CoreyAbrams.com. Mm-hmm. They must have been anticipating him running for office or something and they were going to use this to blackmail him. So that when you search for CoreyAbrams.com, it will come up with like porn and stuff. So, Abrams, a married father of four, refused and within days, graphic pornographic images appeared on the website, according to his campaign manager. Last week, anti-Semitic and racial postings appeared on the site, including a doctored photograph of Abrams wearing a Star of David, which Jews were forced to wear by the Nazis during the Holocaust. The cyber attacks on Abrams have turned a barely publicized campaign for the Ward 1 seat into a criminal investigation that brought condemnation from local leaders. Attorney General Mart- Martha Coakley's office is investigating allegations of extortion and civil rights violations, according to George Rotondo Jr., a four-term Revere City Council uh, counselor, and Carrie Abrams Rempelberg, who is Abrams' sister and campaign manager. It really takes politics to a new level, Rotondo said yesterday. I've seen the rough and tumble politics of Revere, but this is beyond that. This is an attack on a family based on his religious beliefs. So, um, basically, they are slandering him by putting porn and racist images of him on the internet. So, if you look up this guy like, oh, Corey Abrams, I wonder what his where he stands on the politics and the parties and religion and all this. It's like, oh, he hates Jews and he also loves titties. (laughs) (laughs) I actually might vote for him. Yeah, that sounds like the Republican Party. Don't they go to the strip club? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, michaelsteel.com probably has the same thing. Oh, yeah. Um, Abrams, 34, property manager and lifelong Revere resident, 
was reluctant yesterday to talk about the attacks that were overshadowing his efforts to talk about campaign issues. I'm a family guy. They attacked my family. Um, I love family guy. That's a good show. Um, I'm a family guy. They attacked my family. I want to be said that like Harrison Ford. Like, they attacked my family! And I will get revenge. Let my son go. There was a fire. There was a line that was crossed. It's terrible to do something like that when someone is trying to do something good. So I don't know. I'm not reading the rest of this, but that's hilarious. Wow. So, hopefully, uh, nobody ever does that shit to me. Um, let's see. I don't know. We might get more hits from the website. You sure? Uh, I don't want those kind of hits. Not, not those kind of hits. I don't need them kind of listeners to the podcast. I'm like, oh, so you hate Jews too, huh? <laughs> mm. uh, Alright, police statement detail of Roethlisberger's alleged assault. Um, a lot of people probably already heard about this, but I'll go into detail. The woman who accused football star Ben Roethlisberger of raping her in March in a bar in Milledgeville, Georgia, Millie Vegas, described the alleged incident to police as a culmination of a night of bar hopping. The prosecutor decided this week that he would not pursue criminal charges against Roethlisberger because he said he couldn't prove it, but of course he made that statement where he was like, mm-hmm. oh, he did this shit. Um, but we ain't got enough evidence. Yeah, so basically they, they met him um, at Velvet Elvis, which is a club in Milledgeville. Velvet Elvis. Mm-hmm. Wow. Don't you know no good. After posing from with him for pictures, we left him alone and went to the Brick, a pizza and pasta place in the same town. Roethlisberger and his entourage were there too, she said, adding... We continued to have casual conversation. He even made crude sexual remarks. Afterwards, both groups made their way to Capital City, she said. The nightclub describes itself as having great music, awesome drinks, and hot bartenders. Ben asked us to go to the VIP area. We all went with him. He said there were, that there were shots for us, numerous shots on the bar. He told us to take them. His bodyguard came, took my arm, and said, come with me. Escorted me into a side door hallway, sat me on the stool. He left. Ben came in. With his penis out of his pants, like, hey, get a load of me. Um, I told him it wasn't okay. No, we don't need to do this, and I proceeded to get up and try to leave. I went to the first door I saw, which happened to be a bathroom. He followed me into the bathroom and shut the door behind him. I still said no, that this is not okay. Then he had sex with me. He said it was okay. Then he left without saying anything. That is a hell of an argument to no, this is going to be a rape. And you're like, no, it's okay. Like this, That's like what you say wow. when... It's like what you say when somebody says, Oh man, my bad, I drank all your milk. And you go, oh, don't worry about it. I guess that's how he felt about rape. He's like, oh, um, don't worry about it. It's just a little rape. You'll be alright. I went out the hallway door to the side where I saw my friends. We left Capitol and went to the first police car we, car, car we saw. And like all, his, all her friends had the same type of... Uh, story um like one of our friends said um she watched a six foot five inch 241 pound athlete in the back room where her friend was i approached the other security guard told him that she was in no shape to be back there with ben roethlisberger he couldn't look me in the eye and told me he didn't know what was going on my friend went to open the door and it was locked no one would let us in the room and security guards act like they had no idea what was going on Eventually, she came out and went. wanted to go home. She said that she told him that this isn't right, but he still insisted on having intercourse. So, basically, everybody saw this shit. And everyone saw she was, she was drunk. 
and Big Ben was like, I don't take no for an answer. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, his decision making isn't that smart. Yeah, and on top of that, he it's it's funny when people say, "Well, he shouldn't get suspended." Okay, this is the second time. What do you mean he shouldn't get suspended? Obviously, your behavior is and you know um, the commissioner of the NFL. He don't like for the shield to look bad. Right. So in order for him to prove a point, like he proved it over and over again, he's gonna. I, I say at least two games. I say hope he. First of all, I hope he has to go to counseling, and then also, I mean, I hope he does get a certain amount of, like... Maybe one to two. It's sad that it's, that it's games. I actually don't feel one way or other about the game suspension. It just it sounds... It's, it's really fucking frustrating to me to think this dude raped somebody, and then we're sitting here talking about, well, how many games is he going to miss? Like, it's a fucking game. It's... You rape somebody, and then all you worry about is how is many games is this dude going to miss? Like, yeah. who? Like, it should be how many years is he going to do in prison? And it's sad that all this evidence mounted against him, but it's basically circumstantial, and it's going to amount to he said, she said. And yeah, and on top of that, honestly, it doesn't mean he didn't do it. all Because the DA's job is to win the case. And believe you me, the only reason why they didn't go after this is because they didn't have enough evidence. If they would have had enough evidence, he would have been going to court, period. And they probably can't win the case because he has high-powered lawyers and a lot yes. of money. And they will run through that evidence in that town, and they will win the case, no matter how bad it makes them look. So it's just sad that it came down to that. It and, is. Um, you know, I, I don't really care about the suspension on the field or not. I mean, hopefully he gets something. But the whole racial element of, well, he's white, he might get less time than a black person, it doesn't really concern me. I'm more, I'm more about how the fuck can this dude continually get away with this shit and he's not in prison somewhere. I wouldn't want this dude anywhere near me, so... Anyway, this has been the Black Eyed Tips Podcast with the host, Rodimus Prime. Holler at me on Twitter. That's all one word, Rodimus Prime. And this is Karen, and my Twitter name is Say That Again, that is in D-A-T. And head, head up the blog at uh, theblackguywithtips.blogspot.com. Don't forget to email the show, theblackguywithtips at gmail. And uh, keep continuing to support us. Keep giving us reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate every single listener. We do. And we appreciate every review. And um, really can't thank you guys enough. Uh, don't want to ramble on too much. But uh, Jeremy, white friend of the week. And we are out of here. So I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Bye. Give me all the chicken heads from Pasadena to Medina. Bet big, get in between your dances. Get the prognosis, doses, blends and bends like Twizzlers. Biggest fitting to hurt, what's under that skirt? So that's Who filling them with octane? Got them gassed up, about to get blasted up, son. The last one heard the mother, brother miss him. I seen it when he kissed him at the wake, made his body shake. The high guy in eight. The eyes smoke tint, rack terror, four chrome and terror. Like Street five by the mirrors, the fifth is conspicuous. Bad boy slipped in 95, ridiculous. My rap lines is like landmines. One step kaboom, black suits fill the room. To whom it may concern, Junior Mafia is the click. Act up, I have my honey's total bustles. That's right. In the middle of the day now, baby, I seem to think of only you.